0: Hey guys, Kevin Touch, the host of Anchor Nation Community Radio. I just want to inform you guys, today will be episode 2 of my Anchor Nation interview series. Looking forward for you guys to uh, check it out. I should be able to have it up by night. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed today's guest too. I'll give a little bit more details about it when I get home from school. Appreciate your guys' uh, dedication to my station. And continue to be Anchor Nation. On tonight's episode, we will be talking to a very special guest named Victor Kearns. Victor Kearns has a station on Anchor called The Rebound. And if you guys are wondering or ever thought what The Rebound might mean, Victor explains it all in his episode two of the Anchor Nation Community Radio, hosted by Kevin Touch. Hope you guys enjoy and look forward to sharing his inspirational story. Hello, Anchor Nation. This is the second ever edition, second ever episode of Anchor Nation, the podcast that will soon be coming out. But more importantly, today's special guest is Victor Kearns. He has a station on Anchor Nation. It's called The Rebound. And I will let Victor explain what The Rebound and what he does as a little intro. Hey,
1: everybody. This is Victor over at The Rebound. So I talk mainly about the NBA and all the latest news and rumors going on and try to give my take from a fan's perspective. And I try to do that daily over on The Rebound on Anchor.
0: All right, Victor, sounds good. And uh, today's uh, format is 10 questions with Victor plus a special bonus at the end. So we will begin and start now. So question one, Victor, who told you about the Anchor app? And uh, what's your story on how you got into Anchor or what's your real story of how someone connected you? Is it like uh, you were just kind of a freelancer or did someone really recommend it to you or did you
1: have, like, an influence outside? So I kind of have a two-part answer to that question. Number one, I checked out the app when it first launched early on in 1.0, and that I found out about a website called Product Hunt, and they feature all the latest new apps that are released every day. And there's hundreds and hundreds of them, but Anchor caught my eye because of the design. And so I checked it out, I really liked it, but I didn't really have a goal of what to do with it for my personal station. And then fast forward a year later, Gary Vanderchuk, a big marketing guy who I follow, I work in marketing. So I, I looked to him for advice and for all the future marketing and advertising techniques that are coming out. And so he started really pushing audio and saying that having a podcast, being on anchor and trying to be on all audio fronts was kind of the thing to do. And so that's the reason why I started up the rebound on April, I believe 21st or 20th. That was when the NBA playoffs had started. And I've always been a big uh, basketball fan. So that's why I wanted to start a new station, something new and be, on my own, just kind of talking about the NBA.
0: That's a very fair answer. And Gary Vaynerchuk seems like a very big influence in this community. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool that you were kind of that uh, soul searcher at 1.0. And now you've made to, uh, I guess you found a nice home so far on anchor and you've done the daily rebound podcast, which we'll get to that in a little bit. So with that being said, question two, why do you believe basketball is a good way of choosing content instead of like people have, entertainment as their category what made you think you know what i'm going to do a basketball podcast instead of like something about life why was
1: basketball the main deal well basketball has kind of been my life since the second grade (laughs) i've always enjoyed it playing it watching it and even coaching i coached for a few years after i had uh, graduated high school and so basketball has literally been my my first love in terms of what has kind of captured me since that young age. And since it's something I'm really passionate about, I just figured that I'd rather talk about something that I know for the most part and that I am extremely happy to talk to other people about. So that's the reason why I have only talked about the NBA specifically on the station I don't really cover any of the up and coming high schoolers or the college basketball players, but the NBA has always been my most favorite thing to talk about with friends, family, and everyone on Acre as well.
0: That's pretty cool because that that leads into my next question, which you pretty much have seemed like you answered. Uh, when did you first become a basketball fan? So I'm assuming uh, second grade, or
1: would you like to elaborate on well, that? Well, so yeah, so I, I guess I became a NBA basketball fan in the early 2000s. That's when I really started watching the game. When I was in second grade is when I discovered the sport and when I wanted to start playing. My dad was coaching me. My younger brother was playing with me on the same teams. And so that's kind of where the passion started. But I didn't really get into the NBA watching as a fan until I would say 2000 when the Lakers were going on their – uh, second championship and heading to their three feet. And when Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal were on the Lakers, and I'm from the central coast of California, and that's majority of the people here's oh, yeah. favorite team is the Lakers. So I've been a Lakers fan since then and really fell in love with the way the NBA was played and watching Kobe. Kobe is my all-time favorite NBA player. So nice, no. I really went, I became a, a big NBA fan. Yeah, I hear Kobe is one of the all-time greats.
0: That's a pretty interesting story. It's kind of like you were thinking, it's kind of like you were saying, I love the basketball, like when I played in second grade and all, but I really didn't become a fan until the Lakers, you know, kind of influenced your life and the players like Shaq, Kobe, and that regime took over in the 2000s, which is a really cool story. So switching gears a little bit, is how do you see Anchor developing over the next few months? Uh, There is an update, Anchor Update 3.0 coming in the near future, from what I understand. Let's just say the next three months. What, what do you see the
1: development of Anchor like? I think it's very gray right now. I, I'm a big fan of Anchor, but at the moment, it seems like they're trying to do everything possible. They added a little mm-hmm. chat box feature, which has 140 characters, very similar to Twitter. I think yep. that has actually taken away some of the uniqueness of Anchor because I would say – Earlier on in April when I started up, I had a lot of people calling in, such as yourself, and um, I think that was the main form of communication. Now we're kind of taking that away with the the call-ins, and now we're kind of taking that away with this new chat feature. I like it because with individuals like myself who, say, are listening at work, so they don't really have the opportunity to hop on the phone and call in, it's nice to throw a little message in uh, someone's segment that they post on Anchor, However, I think it's still taking away some of the, the uniqueness, again, that what really brought a lot of people to Anchor is the ability to call in and, and talk to people verbally and not really through text. So that feature I think is great, but at the same time, there's other improvements I think they should have made before that, and I'm really hoping they do in 3.0. I would like to see them maybe – focus a little bit more on the editing capability. I know they just added a new feature by editing the, um, the different segments that you have by looking at the, word, the words that are in each segment and you're kind of cutting them off at the end of each word. But I think they need to get a little better at that. And I would like to see a longer length um, audio that's capable with editing included. And I know they allow the interview feature to go as long as you like. Uh, but you can't really edit that and then post back onto the platform. And so I think that if they're able to maybe make some more improvements on that end, into where we could po- post longer form audio content without uh, the restriction that there is right now. And their Clipper tool is great. However, it only allows you to break everything up in five minute segments. So I would like that to be removed in terms of that limitation and let people post basically however and whenever they want. I hear you. Some more,
0: I would say, more long-form content and kind of more editing tools to help the user experience. I got you. So just a quick follow-up Definitely. question. A quick follow-up. Uh, we, as thankfully as iPhone users, have audio messages. Now, we can use it during text, but to any... Now, Android users don't have that. Would you think this would be a revolutionary idea if audio messages would be allowed on Anchor instead of just having that 140 characters available to Android and iPhone iOS users. Would that be a good idea in your mind?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that they need to include the same features on both platforms just because from a marketing perspective, it's so big. There's a lot of people who are on Android. I myself am on iOS. However, I do recognize that there are a lot of people who have an android device so i think that whenever Mm -hmm. they roll out new features it needs to be for both platforms to get the ultimate use out of the app for the user and that way keep everyone happy too
0: yeah and so we don't have those weird uh when the app updates one it crashes on one platform and then the app is fine for one platform like ios let's say the next day it could crash for ios and then android is fine you know i hear what you're saying so again now we're switching yep we're switching to now more personal questions. So number five: How long have you been making audio? Uh, what was your first passion into it? How did you get into it? And when was like your first real big audio thing, you either had to edit or record, or even just uh, as a hobby? Did you ever have it as a hobby growing
1: up? So how long have you been making I, audio? Is the question. Only since April, actually, when I started up the rebound. Really? So I, yeah, I've, I never have done any audio content beforehand. I was really just waiting until the time was right. And so now it just kind of happened and I've just been rolling with it and trying to improve the way I speak. So a a couple of the goals I had when I started the station was to improve my verbal communication skills, try to remove some of the verbal tics very similar to Tim Ferriss, who is another marketing uh, slash kind of experimental guru who I follow as well. And I'm just trying to overall better myself in that aspect and also my confidence in speaking overall and try to just improve professionally that way and i really got into the audio part of it in the month of august which just passed here and i did a 30 day audio experiment outside of anchor so i did all of this on my own recording editing publishing making sure it got to apple podcasts google play store soundcloud everywhere that you would normally find a traditional podcast. And I did all that on my own, and it was a very tough but a lot of fun experience. And I was super happy to have yourself on the podcast twice as well as a bunch of the other guys who are over on Anchor. And so I was able to use the platform to feature different hosts to be guests on the podcast to talk about their favorite NBA team. And so that was my real venture into being more of the audio all around, um, doing everything on my own.
0: I have you. I got you were saying. So I guess a quick follow up question. Now, a lot of people don't understand NBA content, but if you were to give like a quick pitch or a goal for next year's Daily Rebound podcast, what would it be? And uh, I guess what would be somebody who's outsider of the NBA? What would you say to them? To try to get them into the NBA or the Daily Rebound
1: podcast? I would say if, if they're not already an NBA fan, it's going to be a little bit difficult, but if they have a slight interest, the first step would be finding a favorite team. And then either if it's within your vicinity right now, if you're in a state that has a professional basketball team, or if they are in a, state close by that has a professional basketball team, maybe to to lock onto that and start following that team a bit. And then for next year, when we do the season two of the daily rebound for all three of the NBA teams, then to just maybe start out by finding your favorite NBA team and listening to that episode and just kind of listening in to see our thoughts. So whoever I would have on the podcast talking about their favorite NBA team, which would happen to be the listeners, and then just kind of listening in to see what we're talking about and see if that interests them. If not, it's no hard feelings. I definitely understand everybody has their own unique taste. But if they do like it, that would be a great way to sort of get ready for the upcoming NBA season as a new fan to kind of have an idea of who's on the team, who the – Team drafted over the summer. How they did the previous year, and then kind of the overall predictions for next year.
0: That's that's a very good point. Whether you like the NBA or not, at least you know trying to attempt or helping someone out is always a good thing. So number, question number six is kind of other than your job you have right now, which sounds like you're in the marketing. If you had one dream job in the world, what would it be and why? That's a
1: great question. My dream job right now would be designing for the rebound full-time. I would love to make this into a full-time occupation because right now I do work in marketing. I have, I've been in marketing now for three years and I really have kind of realized that design is more of my passion from a professional perspective. And I would rather be developing like an app, a website, and marketing materials So designing anything that would be posted on social media all for the rebound and be able to do that full time, I would be extremely happy. That, that's one of my, my dreams right now. And I'm kind of seeing where this goes if I'm able to make it there. And that's, that's my answer. That's what I would want to be doing for, for my dream job.
0: And that's really cool, too, because you could also kind of go off your own schedule and maybe even work from home one day, which is a lot of people would love to do that. So that's, that's a very good. And you know what? Some people like to say on that, more like big things, you took a more of that nice low-key kind of I've always wanted to accomplish something approach, which I respect. So now this one is a little bit more interesting. If you could be any one person for a day, who would it be
1: and why? And question seven. I can be any one person for a day. I would say Kobe Bryant because there's just so much that he's involved with and that he knows that he has so much knowledge about the game. And I would love to just get inside his head to figure out basically how he managed to become the player he was the whole entire NBA career, overcoming adversity with, A lot of things that happened, just being a, a rookie who didn't do all that well his first year and having some high expectations placed on him, being a high schooler coming out and playing in the NBA and going through all that he did, you know, and just kind of seeing how he managed to do that and how he was able to build a brand and an empire, basically. And he's one of the smartest marketing guys out there. You know, he had his own shoes. Clothes. He was a rapper for a little while, and, oh, wow. uh, you know, he he just kind of he knew how to uh, speak to the media, and and of course, you know, he's my favorite NBA player. So I would love to to see how he became the best player, in my opinion, uh, possible. So
0: yeah, I hear you, and not only that, you get to speak three or four languages. Kobe speaks. I'm pretty sure he speaks English, Italian, Spanish, and Siberian. So that's pretty cool. That's You'll be like a, a genius when it comes to that. And one follow-up. That's pretty cool. And one follow-up question. Did you prefer Kobe Bryant uh, 8, Kobe Bryant with the 8, number 8, or
1: 24? That's a good question. You know, Randy over at All-NBA Podcast asked that as well. And I definitely would go with number 24 because I think that's when he mm-hmm. fully established himself as the man because he didn't have Shaq and he still went on to win two more championships. And that's kind of when he really blossomed into the Kobe that we all know, in terms of being the competitor, the uh, clutch shot maker, and basically the Lakers. You know, that that's when the Lakers became his team. When he was number twenty-four, and that's when everything was all about him.
0: Nice, nice. So I, I I personally respect Kobe. He was probably he's probably one of my all-time greats, even. Even though I, I support a different team, he's definitely one of the all time five uh, greats, I would say, in the league. So, back to Anchor. Uh, what is your goal of your Anchor Station? It could be either the next three months, it could be a da- year down the road, or even longer term. What, what is your goal of your Anchor Station,
1: Victor? My goal of the Anchor Station is to be able to build a bigger following on there and be able to just continue talking about the MBA, you know, cause that's my favorite thing to talk about and just have conversations with all the other hosts over on their own stations and just connect with people. That that's kind of my, my two main goals is to keep talking about what I've been talking about, grow the following and connect with more people because I really enjoyed all the different relationships I've already made. And majority of those people were able to be on the podcast series that I did. So it, it's been a lot of fun just chatting with people and um, communicating with them outside of Anchor as well. So uh, it's been really fun to just talk to others and uh, would love to, to have more people that that would have that similar relationship with.
0: Awesome. And that's that's the whole goal of Anchor, just trying to have a fun time and really get to meet other people from a different perspective of life and, Even moral beliefs. So now this is more definitely one of more fun one of the more fun questions. This is your wheelhouse. Now question nine. How do you feel about the upcoming NBA season?
1: I feel great because I think this is gonna be one of the best NBA seasons ever because of all the star talent that have switched teams and all the changes that have been made in terms of the schedule. I think we're gonna see probably one of the best NBA seasons in terms of players staying healthy and playing to their best capabilities as well on the floor because of the less wear and tear that will be placed on their bodies this season because of the spacing out of the schedule. So I'm I'm really curious to see as well how all these teams fit together with their new personnel, and I think it's just going to be a lot of fun because we're going to really see, I think, even though the Warriors are so dominant, I think we're really going to see – um, a much more competitive game this year.
0: It could be some more parity in the midfield than with all the trade acquisitions. Like you said, it could be it could honestly be one of the best NBA seasons of all time because also with the scheduling, as you said, getting cut back from back-to-back games. Who who knows? Maybe we could see an upset, which I'm sure many fans would like to see. So our final question <laughs> before a, I hope so, but our final. <laughs> Our final question before our bonus question of the night of today would be, what is your goal in the future personally in the next five years? Is it, it can be anything, either personal or i put anchor because we already discussed that personally or morally. What is your goal in the future in the next five years?
1: The next five years is a long time, but I think that personally I would love to start having children of my own and then, Um, continue to figure out what I'm going to do professionally for a career. Um, And whether that's in design or marketing, that's yet to be seen. And I'm hoping it's design. And for Anchor, I'm really curious to see how well this app continues to do. I know it's been doing pretty well. And sometimes things don't always go as planned. So whether anchor gets bought by someone or if they just continue to run things solo on their own, then I think that's great. And if they're able to sustain their uh, product market in the terms of the social media aspect, if they're able to sustain their place and remain maybe in the top five, top six, then I think that'd be great. Cause then I would still be on it. But if things don't, um, don't go as planned, That's going to be a little bit harder for the anchor station and for anchor as a whole to, to uh, be sustainable. But five years is a long time. We see a lot of products come and go. And Mm -hmm. I would love to see also where podcasts go, you know, maybe audio changes in terms of where it's ranked right now in consumption. Maybe people are consuming some other type of media and then I'll have to adjust to that if I'm going to keep going with the rebound. So that's kind of my broad overview of the next five years, and I'm really excited to see what happens. Yeah, that's, that's,
0: that really is a good point. You don't know where Anchor could be going. And I guess I just one follow-up personally. If you were to decide to have kids in the next couple of years, would you, would you influence um, your basketball knowledge onto them? Would you be like one of those parents who would be like, I want you to play basketball or would you just let them choose and do what they have to do later down the road?
1: I can't say for sure what I would do. Cause I think in about three to four years when my wife and I will start having kids, but right now just kind of my experience with my nephew, who's kind of like our, our surrogate child, so to speak <laughs> he's with us a lot. So we get a lot of training with him, but the, opinion I have now is I would rather them do something they enjoy over what I enjoy. So if they, they like basketball, great. I'd be more than happy. But if they decide to do a different sport or not sports at all, you know, I'd kind of just have to be fine with that. I'd rather not force anything upon them or make them do anything they wouldn't want to do and have to pay money (laughs) while doing it. I I don't, I don't think it'd be worth it financially or emotionally either. So I, I just think that right now my stance is that I would not want to push anything upon them and just kind of let it naturally evolve.
0: All right. And and if that's good parenting one-on-one. Let the kid decide. That's <laughs> something everyone should uh, take, uh, take advice in. So the last question was actually something I thought we kind of answered. So I'm going to make a different question up. So, You've, we've talked about Anchor, basketball, and if you had a message to Anchor Nation out there and with basketball being in between, what's the message to Anchor Nation and what's one thing that people don't know, uh, don't know about you that you would like to tell Anchor Nation
1: right now as a bonus? One thing that they don't know about me hmm. I guess one thing maybe a lot of people don't know about me is that I grew up in a small town and I moved to San Francisco for a couple of years for college. And those were some of the best years of my life, just in terms of growing as a person and being able to figure out what I wanted to do career-wise. That's the reason why I got into marketing after going there, studying, um, studying fashion marketing. And then I moved back to uh, marry my wife. So I think that's something a lot of people don't really know about me is that I did spend a little bit of time in the Bay area and that was a lot of fun. And I still have some connections up there in terms of friends and classmates and others. So that's, uh, just one little tidbit.
0: All right. That's that, that, that was a successful interview. I got to say. And, uh, <laughs> all right, Victor, uh, first off, I want to say thank you for coming on today's anchor nation, uh, podcast the episode will be up guys for all you guys listening on anchor nation we will soon get the itunes address out hopefully pretty soon this will be episode be up on september 7th so before we let victor go victor if you have one last message or if you have any promotional things to talk about please uh talk
1: right now and just speak it you can do anything you want it's up to you great thanks kt yeah and i appreciate you having me on your podcast I think it's a great little series you got going on here, and I'm excited to see where this goes for you and the um, Anchor Nation, and I guess I would just like to let everybody know that we have a station on Anchor called The Rebound, if you would like to check that out. If you are an NBA fan, it's not completely understand, and I also just want to talk about the Daily Rebound podcast series, which is a 30-day series, which KT over here was on for two of the episodes, the oh, yes, last wow. two, in fact, and so had a lot of fun talking to him about the Spurs as well as the Warriors. So, if you would like to check that out as well, I'd be more than happy to have you on there. And then the last thing is, we're at the Rebound FM everywhere on the social media networks. All right, so
0: that's pretty much going to do it. Thank I would like to, once again to thank Victor for taking his time out of the day to come onto my show, and uh, guys. If you guys want to check out Victor, he's got so many platforms. He's a very interesting voice to the Anchor community, and I'm glad I've had him on. So thank you, Victor, and appreciate today.
1: Thanks, KT.